Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Montan Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire Power, here to help you stay safe on the road. Breakfast with Andrew Hayes and Bryce Gibbs. Howdy, people! Rooch, here he is. Rooch, here he is. Hey! Rooch, shaka-laka, shaka-laka, shaka-laka. Rooch! Look, I can't stress this enough. There's no one better than Michelangelo Rooch. He has been at the top of his game for decades and decades. We're very lucky. He joins us each and every morning before he does it all again and really slots in nicely to SNSA Drive. Three to five with Kim Dillon. Good morning to you, Rooch. Morning, Andrew. Good morning, Bryce. Well, we can probably say that we're ticking off everything that could ever happen in the AFL at the moment, couldn't we? Oh, who saw this coming, Roach? I mean, this is um, obviously it can't happen because it's done by the media with their Dally M, but there's some real NRL vibes about this scandal. Well, the one with the Brownlow medal is just yet again another reflection that um, stupidity will happen because the umpire who's now alleged to have led this betting scandal... Surely, surely right now is sitting somewhere in a really bad place thinking, how did I ever think I was going to get away with this? Now, the AFL's constantly um, under fire, and it is at the moment now, about its association with uh, betting agencies. So, and I can remember when this all began, and uh, sitting down uh, with Andrew Demetro and, and, and arguing with him about where this was all going. And, and his point was pretty strong about if the AFL didn't align itself with the betting agencies, they wouldn't get access to records. And if anyone thinks that if all of a sudden we banned betting on the Brownlow medal in Australia with all the betting agencies here, that this wouldn't happen. Well, all that gambling, all that money would still be happening offshore. I mean, we live in an era where you can bet on anything by using your phones and the internet. Now, the AFL clearly believes it's better to be aligned to the betting agency so they can get the records like they have at the moment for this betting scandal. Do you think they would have any luck with an offshore gambling unit in Hong Kong or India? They'd have no chance at all. So that that's why they remain aligned with the betting agency. So you can argue the, you know, the morality of it and all that sort of stuff. But in the end, the, the practical nature of it is it allows these betting issues now to be exposed quite easily. Now, this umpire surely is sitting there now thinking, how dumb have I been? Because everyone's been warned, everyone's been well told about this issue and how the AFL's got access to all these betting slips and so forth. So I'm just staggered that someone thought they were going to get away with this, particularly when all sorts of, you know, 
all sorts of bets that look strange or look like as if, wow, that that one. How did how did how did anyone think they were going to put a lot of money on this one? What was what was the inside knowledge on that? They were always going to get caught. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it is it is staggering that someone thought they were going to get away with this. So, Rich, how do you think this finishes up in this particular situation? I mean, it's obviously not looking good for Michael Pell. No, but what really challenges now the AFL is to actually have, um, you know, look at the procedural notes on how the umpires, you know, uh, put their votes together to you know, ensure that there's more integrity, more security on that. I mean, that's that's got to be looked at. Um, yeah, in the end, we, what we have is the reassurance the system works, that if you're going to be dumb, you'll get caught. But there's going to have to be a fair bit of uh, work done on the procedural notes so everyone goes and becomes reassured that there's no, you know, no leakage of, of Brownlow Metal Vote. We've, we've lived in an era where, you know, every Brownlow Metal Night, you know, oh, there's been a leak that Andrew Hayes is going to pick up 40 votes in this year's Brownlow Medal and it's led to a betting plunge. Well, that's the sort of stuff that the AFL is going to have to work with at the moment. Gee, I'll tell you what, that's going to be the same day that pigs fly, but... <laughs> Well, n- never rule it out, Andrew. <laughs> so re- regardless what comes out of the investigation uh, and to what level uh, Pell is is in in under his head, the ramifications are going to be significant because the AFL will want to obviously set a precinct in stamping their authority and saying this is just so against what we're all about. And the penalty... It's going to be pretty significant, do you think? Well, you would think you you would be absolutely certain on that one, Bryce. And what happens then is that once you set that precedent, everyone who follows afterwards is going to be so scared to ever get involved in this again. Now, what the AFL has got to find out is why this happened. In the sense, is it a case of um, someone under enormous financial? pressure that they've just fallen in there's so many stories in life about when you're under an extreme um, difficulty you you lose you know your common sense and all that sort of stuff and you 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 gamble by gambling so they're gonna have to dig deep into it but you you just know that by the end of this the first, the first person's dumb, but the second person's going to be extremely dumb to ever go back into this space again. Mm. Roach, how about we just get rid of the umpires having anything to do with the Brownlow Medal and we can do what every single other professional sporting organisation does and decide these awards through some other avenue? I wouldn't go that far, Andrew. I mean, it's, it's the why, way why the Brownlow Medal Yeah, why can't we just break tradition with that? I, I'm, I'm sure that's a tradition that wouldn't be missed as soon as it happens. But what's what's the gain from it? Well, what's the gain? Because I just... Uh, I, don't, I don't see where that changes anything for the better. I mean, it's a, a medal that's been... You know, designed from the very beginning for the umpires. And if, if you're going to then argue, oh, well, if you're going to get a panel together uh, of media experts or former players, then it will be a better award. Well, I think we've had enough examples this year with medals, at you know, best on ground medals, where uh, former players, and that's 
you can throw Matthew Lloyd into that one or media as, uh, experts, and you can throw Josh Gabalek into that one and get it wrong. So we're not we're not achieving anything that's better by saying the umpires shouldn't vote. Mm. Yeah, that, that's not the answer. And if and if you think that then stops um, the potential for leakage of information, well, I'd, I'd say that's not going to happen either. So I, I, that's not the answer. The issue here is we've had someone who's made a terrible, terrible decision. Now, we've got to work out why they were put in that spot where they thought they were going to uh, gain from going down this path when everyone's been under pretty clear knowledge that you were going to get caught if you were going to bet. I mean, how many players have been caught over the past decade? If an umpire thought that he was going to be able to work this one through and not get caught, he was kidding himself, and then clearly has. I mean, the the proof of the system is that this has been exposed. Yeah, but just, I mean, the question from that is, though, Rich, is how can, you be, how can it be guaranteed that it is almost an isolated incident? I mean, who knows what's been happening behind the scenes and people who haven't been caught? Oh, well, there's enough examples over a long, long time of where there's probably, you know, suspicions have been there and, you know, at this point, I think you you can pretty well be a little bit sure that because all those you know, betting accounts are heavily investigated, and if there's a suspicious bet, uh, they'll be deeply investigated. I think you can be a little bit more reassured than ever before. But yeah, look, what we know about any um, any issue where there's going to be human sin, the, the temptation, you know, financial difficulties, you know, they're going to exist forever and ever. The, the real question is, do we have enough security systems in place to catch out these these slip-ups? And I think this one leaves you with more reassurance than doubt. Yeah. Roach, before I let you go, um, I'm not sure if you're a golf enthusiast, but uh, a live golf tournament coming to our great state. Uh, we're calling it absolutely great news. How do you feel about it? Yeah, no, look, it's another another win for Peter Malinowskis in just getting some vibrancy around South Australia and saying, look, we're, we're on the map, not only nationally, but internationally. Um, I think the big question will be who sees an opportunity because the live uh, tournaments do have a fair bit of a fair bit of doubt over them in the sense of other Saudis using sport, you know, to wash away a few other sins. So I, I dare say someone will seize on the opportunity to protest on this event when it gets to Grange. But that that's life as we live at the moment. It's everyone's entitled to have their their say on. You know whether they believe this live tournament is is the right thing. You know, morally because of the Saudis' record with human rights. So it's another one. It's just as we have with Qatar with the World Cup. It will be interesting to see how that one plays out. Um, we've already had the players, the soccerers, were the first to speak out. But what actually happens during the tournament is someone going to find some way to make a protest on that one as well. So we probably have the same thing happening at Grange in April. So yeah. That's the world we live in. Spot on, Roach. Can't please everyone. We know that. Um, But what you can please is our listeners by turning up this afternoon from 3 to 5 with Kim Dillon. Appreciate your time, mate. And hopefully we'll chat again tomorrow if that's okay with you. We can bet on it.
Excellent. <laughs> Good finish. <laughs> Michelangelo Rucci joining us this morning on 1629 SENSA. It's just a an absolute mess. Uh, and look, Callum's just texted through and said uh, Tim Donaghy is a name to look at in the world of corrupt sports officials. Huge NBA story. And that was that um, episode of it just won't get into my brain anymore. What's it called? The Untold Series. The Untold Series. Yeah, yeah. So that's just outrageous. That's match fixing at an official level to the absolute extreme. Yeah, but like the uh, Roach articulated the, the situation spot on. He said the, the integrity of the game is sort of the most important and if you're going to cheat the system, you're going to get caught. So you can be, you can take it on at your will, but uh, as we've seen, we've seen some little incidents with players getting involved in, in betting on, on AFL matches, which is an absolute no-go zone uh, and that obviously filters out to umpires and I think it's all staff and officials in the organisation actually can't bet on yeah. on anything to do with AFL footy. So yep. that's including the Brownlow. So, um, yeah, well said, Roach. Mm, all right. Uh, doing it this morning, thanks to Chemist Warehouse. They are the real house of fragrances this Christmas. We're going to speak to Billy Dowling, North Adelaide youngster, who looks like he's going to find an AFL home in the upcoming draft very, very soon. Uh, at 7.31, good morning. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.